Welcome to Seat Time, where we drink beer and talk about all the happenings with motorcycles. Hey everybody, welcome to Seat Time. Brian Pierce here. As you can tell, I'm a little bit alone and this is a kind of a different format. This is what I'm going to call episode 38 and a half. Uh, Jordan is out lawyering it up and Bloody had some stuff that he had to deal with. So as you can see, we are in what I like to call the crap room. I've got some drums over there that nobody ever gets to play because they're not set up and then a bunch of other crap over here. I don't even know what it is. So there you go. Um, there was a lot of racing that went on this weekend that I thought that we should talk about. One of them being the Monster Energy Cup. Uh, interesting race. Talk about a lot of money, a lot of hype, and a lot to come away with. Um, we knew that going into this with Ryan Villapoto winning both the Supercross and the Outdoors titles, that he was going to be a force to be reckoned with. But Dungey just switched to KTM. So does that mean that Dungey is going to be... More of a threat or less of a threat? Most people, 90% of people, probably would say less of a threat. Um, at a point, they didn't even know if he was going to be racing because of the fact that he didn't have enough time on the bike. But as it turns out, I think it was like a day or two before the actual race, uh, like Thursday or Friday, and the race was on Saturday, they put a press release out saying that they're going to come race. So within two weeks of being on the KTM well, after they officially ended the Suzuki deal uh, of Ryan Dungey riding the KTM, the 450, he showed up and raced and got second place at the Monster Energy Cup. So that was uh, a whole night of racing heats and didn't have to go to any semis, LCQs, or anything like that. But then he had three mains to go through. So getting second overall, that says a lot about the bike that he was riding and the rider that he is, I think, and how well prepared that team is to create a championship not just have a champion on the bike. Um, Brett Metcalf was in third. He had a really good, consistent night, and that wound up him with third. Um, first place, obviously, Ryan Villapoto. He won a million dollars. He swept all three mains. Uh, that's pretty insane. Um, I could have, I would have put money down saying that I didn't think that anybody was going to be able to do that. But you could tell from main one, once the racing started, that Ryan Villapoto was on an entirely different level from every other competitor out there. Um, it was just in insane to watch him come out, almost get a whole shot every single main, and as well just completely drop the field. It was really only in the third main when Michael Lessie gave him a little bit of trouble that he had to fight to even get away from everybody. And by that point, he was really just getting away from Ryan Dungey. Uh, it was Really, really good racing to watch. It was me, Bloody, Kiwi. Uh, we had our fun outcast. We had his wife there. And then Kiwi had his wife there. Uh, and we just hung out and watched it. It was a lot of fun. I think my main pet peeve, I wouldn't even say a pet peeve, my main uh, issue with the event was that it started so late. Uh, it didn't even end to like 1.30 for us over here. And I think it ran late, so it actually ended later than that. I didn't make it that long. I actually wound up freaking uh, passing out. A little bit earlier than that, I decided to have a couple high-content beers. Uh, I probably had a couple too many high-content beers, but it happens. So, first Monster Energy Cup, million dollars on the line. Ryan Villapoto walks away with it. That, that's insane. I, I just, I can't say it enough. That's nuts. I am happy to see Ryan Dungey do so well in the KTM. I think we could definitely see him and Chad Reed and James Stewart and Ryan Villapoto and Trey Kennard, a couple other guys up there, absolutely fighting for a championship next year, just like we got to see this year. It is going to be great. 2012, baby, it's going to be a good time. Uh, the works that happened this past weekend 
We got to see Mike Brown actually come away with a perfect weekend. Not only did he get every hole shot, he led every lap, every turn, and came away with both wins, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, they say that that's better than what Taylor Robert did a couple weeks ago. Uh, it sounded like that he had done the same thing, but apparently it may have been a little bit different. He did not lead every turn. That Somebody may have made a pass on him every now and again. Regardless, uh, Caselli actually didn't have the best weekend. He had a really bad wreck on Saturday in the Saturday moto to come back and finish eighth in the Saturday moto, and he did kind of regained himself and came back for a third place finish in the moto on Sunday. So, way to stick through it, Caselli, and make stuff happen. But he came away with fifth on the weekend. Um, so he still has the points lead over Mike Brown, but we've got a couple. Uh, we've got one race left, and. Caselli pretty much can't really lose it, unless, of course, he has another bad weekend like he did right now, and Mike Brown has another perfect weekend. Uh, the points could really, really shake up. It could be interesting. Um, we did have this past weekend a uh, torn race in Dublin, Texas. Um, this was fun because, obviously, with the rain that we've been getting, everybody's like, ooh, traction, traction, a sweet. It's not a, it's not a dust bowl. This is amazing. Uh, and a lot of people went out, and a lot of people had a good time. Apparently, the track was tons of fun to ride. Um, and that always makes the weekend go easier when it's a track that you want to ride and not feel like you need to go ride for points. Um, Cameron Ishmael and Caleb Ramsey were at it again, going back and forth, having tons of good racing. And Cameron came out the victor yet again over Caleb Ramsey. I believe he is moving that much closer to the points uh, with Austin Henderson for the Torn title. So we will see how that goes because if he wins the Torn title... He's been doing a pretty good job because he would have then won the Toro, TCCRA, and Torn title. So, I would like to see how this plays out. Excuse me, I had to get a little bit of beverage. Okay, so what do we have coming up this weekend? We have the Ironman GNCC. Um, typically, this happens at the end of the year, but uh, because of the double header that's going to be going on at Loretta Lens, because of the canceled Loretta Lens, Loretta Lens, this will not be the season ender. But the Ironman GNCC is always that. It's an Ironman. It is a tough, tough race, and we have seen a lot of victors come out that are your t that aren't your typical overall winners. So it'll be kind of an interesting mix-up to see who comes out the victor. But uh, with Charlie Mullins having the points lead over Josh Strang, Josh Strang not having the consistency that he had early on in the season, and then with uh, contenders like Paul Wibley, um, Nate Canny, who is a past uh, Ironman winner, uh, but not an overall GNCC winner, and then we've got the new guy, Caleb Russell. Caleb Russell just won his first XC1 overall at the last uh, GNCC, the uh, Powerline Park. So with about at least five guys that could possibly win this, you know, and then we've got three contenders essentially for the title right now. It could be, <coughs> oh, excuse me, we could see some great racing and hopefully the guys from Digital Off-Road and Racer Productions get some really good footage because I'm looking forward to seeing the pictures and seeing how it plays out. So it's going to be a really nice. What's going to be happening in Boise, Idaho, not just some guys from Fly Racing are going to be talking about being awesome. They are at, we are actually having round six of the Enduro Cross Series, and that is happening in Boise, Idaho. Big question, can Taddy Blazusiak win six in a row? Can he have a perfect season, a perfect Enduro Cross season? We shall see. He has won five in a row. Can he make the sixth one happen? Uh, guys like Mike Brown, Jeff Aaron, Cody Webb, and Justin Soule, they do not want to let that happen. Those are great riders, and they want to be able to prove it. But the only way they're going to be able to do that is to put their head down. They need to keep up their momentum and keep their minimums to 
keep their mistakes to a minimum because if you pay attention to Blazusiak, that's what he does. He's always moving and his mistakes are kept to a minimum. And when he makes a mistake, he recovers very quickly. That is what it's going to take for one of those guys to overtake Tyler Blazusiak. Or he could just have a really bad wreck and not finish. There's always that. Um, we do have another uh, National Heron Ham, which is actually the last one for the season. Caselli did just wrap up um, that title. But, you know, going into it, going into this weekend, Kendall Norman was the one who won uh, the last National Heron Hound over Caselli. So I think that Norman would really want to go into this last race and get another win. So that way he can try to carry some of that that momentum into the off season, so that he can bring that momentum into the new season next year. Because Kendall Norman, obviously being a National Harrenhound champion, has what it takes to win another championship, and I'm pretty sure that's what he's going to be trying to do next year. Um, locally, we do have another TCCRA race, and it's going to be at Buffalo Creek. This is the last race on the TCCRA schedule. So... Uh, if you guys are looking to get your uh, TCCRA on, make sure you make it out to Buffalo Creek. They've got racing on Saturdays and Sundays. It's going to be fun for everybody. We want to say congrats again to Cameron Ishmael, who actually has already wrapped up the TCCRA pro title. So he will be rocking the P1 plate next season in the TCCRA. That is, excuse me, that is a lot of letters to keep saying over and over again. I actually just tasted dinner. As I burped, it was kind of gross. Um, I guess on a note, I'm excited because my ankle's starting to heal up and I can look at my bike and I want to ride. I can't do that yet, but we shall see. Um, but being that it's orange, watching Dungey ride, this is a personal note, watching Dungey ride at the Monster Energy Cup, having only been on the bikes for two weeks, uh, I, I think that's amazing. Uh, he's obviously a championship caliber rider. Uh, and I think that that just shows to show that he is now on, not that Suzuki wasn't a championship caliber team, but it shows how much KTM wants to be a championship team with a championship rider. Um, very excited to see where this takes him, Dungey, and that team for 2012. I think it's going to be phenomenal racing. Um, so I'm excited. As always. So this is seat time. Uh, well, this is actually nothing what you would normally see on seat time. Typically, there'd be a couch. It'd be me and some buddies and bloody, and we would hang out. We'd drink a couple beers and talk to you guys for a good 30 minutes. Uh, tonight, I wanted to keep it simple, more a little bit more low-key, and uh, just try out some equipment that we've been playing around with. So hopefully, there is going to help out, and we will have some more video in the near future. Thank you very much. Where you can find Seat Time, seattime.co. We are on Facebook, facebook.com slash seattime. And you can find us on Twitter, seattime underscore co. So thank you very much for paying attention. Again, I'm Brian Pierce, and I always want you guys to enjoy a pint full of awesome. Ah, I gotta warm up the vocal cord thingy, my bobbies that make noise. Hello, hello. Hey, what's uh? Hey, what's going on, everybody?